Oh, he left the mic running. That's right, everybody. It's the Max show. Now, here's where we talk about fucking what really matters in this world. Diet Coke versus Diet Dr. Pepper. Now, a lot of people like Diet Dr. Pepper because they say it tastes more like the original Dr. Pepper. But to me, if you're a true diet soda connoisseur, you appreciate diet soda for its unique sort of flavors unto itself. The sort of flavor of artificial sweeteners, the the burn, the metallic sort of burn that diet soda has. And Diet Coke has that in space. Diet Coke tastes nothing like regular Coke. And that, to me, makes it better. It's sort of like the debate between Langston Hughes and County Cullen at the Harlem Renaissance. You know what I mean? County Cullen thought that the best way to prove the worth of African-American poetry was by being able to compete with and essentially imitate the great British poets. Whereas Langston Hughes said, no, we should develop our own vernacular, our own style of poetry. And that I think that's a perfect microcosm for Diet Coke versus Diet Dr. Pepper. Diet, Diet Coke is the Langston Hughes of beverages. You done? <laughs> you leave that in. See if we can make some fucking magic today, though. See if we can come back our fucking unassailable streak that we're on thus far just perfect episodes all the way it's not been a good streak actually this has been six perfect episodes in a row now right mm. and i mean the ones that you hear are only the ones that we've decided to release <laughs> there's other People material know that about we've, the back catalog there's other material that we've even we've decided is too poor for public consumption. Well, I mean, are we going? Are the levels, are we... Is yeah, this a mic think, test? No, I think we can go. I've got the levels set exactly the same way. Well, let me tell you, my friend, then. Because, you know, we, we may have... You may not be too confident, but the the reviews are already rolling in, my friend. Well, this is, already? We're finally... Seven weeks in. We're finally <laughs> like, at the oh, point wait. where this show can stop making content. We can just start pandering directly to our listeners Okay. Our fans. Oh, you know? yeah. Well, Give who, a who shout are, out to Justin. He's Justin, listening. Justin Brink. Brink. Right. Listen, he sent me a nice Instagram message. Uh-huh. He said, hey, bro, already told Sean this, but just wanted to let you know that like, I love the podcast. I think it's fucking hilarious. I think you're a lot better than Sean on the podcast. Right, right. And uh, It's funny because he know. texted me. He said the opposite. What did he say? Well, he said, I love the podcast. I think it's great, but... Uh, just to let you know, you're a lot funnier than Max, and you should lose him. <laughs> really? I should, yeah. You should lose him? Do it solo? You went a little bit, <laughs> There's no one else. You went a little bit further with oh, my wow. one. Like, drop, drop, yeah. the, drop the unfunny guy. He actually, he actually messaged me, and he said... Drop the comic book guy. He messaged me, and he said, I, I'm voting for Trump in 2020 because I hope Sean gets kicked out of the country and is not allowed to come back. Right, that's what he said. I mean, I he's, it was he's playing up. us. He's playing us against one another here. Uh-huh. I feel like why? I don't think, well, because he's telling me one thing, telling you the other. Uh-huh. I don't know what his end goal actually is, but yeah. I think it might be that he wants the podcast to end. <laughs> we both cancel each other, and we we well left in the dust. Here's another one I got. I actually totally like your guys' show. <laughs> <laughs> Who would that be from? I don't want to spoil it. It says, 
I'd recommend here's he's got a little bit of constructive feedback. Oh, he is a guy? Yeah. Really? I'd recommend Sean not point out if it's all over the place or not. It doesn't feel all over the place. So when he says it, it kind of feels like a comedian referencing how hard comedy is, which is never comfortable. What a fucking shit criticism that I is. like that it goes everywhere. However, I understand that any conscious improvements would be a step toward a high quality podcast. So he gets it. Well, we don't want it to be a high quality. How do you answer quality. for your fucking crimes, Sean? <laughs> I'm not talking about this. If I'm talking about it going all over the place, I would say the same thing if we weren't recording. If if I'm trying to if I'm trying to have a conversation about something and then someone's sitting there going like, "Well, before you finish that thought, uh-huh. cheese it." <laughs> Are you saying that's what I do? And then it fucking You're saying that's what I do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So if I'm referencing uh, that, it's not because what about my tone of voice makes you think that I'm uh, I'm a comedian trying to find the zaniest take on? I don't think that's what he's saying. <laughs> I don't think that's what he's trying to say. Well, he said it's like a comedian referencing. Well, I used how- to get, I used to get back when I podcasted before you. I used to get criticized because I would be like, "Oh, this is not going well," and they would be like, "It was going fine till you said that." Uh, that's also shit. You know, I, I think you should be able to. I think you should be able to point out when. When something's a bit, mm-hmm. you know, when you hit a lull and you can feel it, and usually there's a pause too, mm-hmm. when neither of us quite knows what to say. Yeah, fucking acknowledge that rather than we could just edit it out and cut to the next zinger. But I don't like doing that when I don't have to. I well, only cut out stuff that's going to get us canceled. Well, now that we're All in the, the Nazi shit, we cut out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> have I formally requested you to cut out any cancelable material yet? I don't think I have yet. Yeah, I think yeah, I've yeah, had good have. restraint. No, you have. You have immediately. Was it something I said? Or something yeah, something you said. You said. Hmm. No, you've been pretty good about not telling me to cut stuff out. Yeah, I try to be a bold boy. The main thing, for me, the, the stuff I wish I could cut out, I don't care about being canceled. I, I yeah. wish I could cut out stuff where I've said something in the moment and then realized, oh, I was wrong. You know, a fact mm. is wrong or a name is wrong. Mm. In the last one... I talk about Ozzy Osbourne sniffing fire ants. Now, I don't know why I had it in my head they were fire ants. They were by a swimming pool. I, I think they were regular ants, you know. Drives me fucking crazy, that. <laughs> oh, really? It uh, tortured me, yeah. That it tortured me because I was, yeah. And then uh, there was something else I got wrong in the last one. I think I was, uh, I, I cut out a little bit where I talk about a suicide method. Mm-hmm. And I said it was nitrous oxide that you used. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's nitrogen. Just pure nitrogen. Mm-hmm. Embarrassing, poor science, and I didn't mm-hmm. want to be responsible. I don't mind if I'm responsible for someone's lovely, comfortable suicide, but I don't want to be responsible for someone inhaling laughing gas till they pass out. Well, and it's it's especially problematic because, you know, anti-intellectualism is rampant. You know, the anti-science, that's how we get the measles outbreak. You know, see, right. This is what I mean. When I say podcast is going all over the place, it's because (laughs) sometimes there's a really uncomfortable segue and you're not here. Yeah. I can see in his eyes when he's got one, he's got, he's got, he's got a little, he's got something he wants to chat about and he'll bring it up in a very roundabout way. He'll go, well, yeah, you know, blah, 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 anti-sign, blah, blah, blah. Arby's. <laughs> he looks up at you, and that, that's you have yeah. to mention that. You know, um, well, what's strange about it though is that I think people. First of all, I don't think they can tell that I'm doing that. I think it's seamless to the to the listeners. I think you can hear it in your fucking voice. <laughs> but also, anyone who's that, met you, <laughs> I think that people assume that we have a list of topics, and that's me trying to like show manage. 
Yeah. But it's really just me trying to talk about the things I want to talk about. Yeah, which quite yeah. often right. I feel like either you know that we're getting off a subject where which isn't finished because you're suddenly like, well, speaking of, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of fucking uh, suicide, yeah. I ever told you about... Uh, Mixing all the sodas. Disney. Yeah. Like fucking, <laughs> I've ever told you about the haunted mansion. Though. Did you ever actually do that though when you were when you were a kid? Fucking did they, sodas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In America no. we called that a, a some Look, people he's called fucking it done it without you even re- realizing that he managed it. That's in a conversation I'm a seamless broadcast. In a conversation about <laughs> shitty segues, he has managed to segue from that into something about mixing soda. Uh, completely unprompted. Yeah. Go ahead, tell me about it. It you didn't like go to like McDonald's or go to the seven eleven and get one cup and mix all the sodas at the fountain? No, that always seemed like a kind of stupid thing to do. And illegal. It's not illegal. <laughs> You're paying for a specific soda, I believe. I remember uh, sort of a depressing moment from my youth was um, I remember I used to do that. And I think my dad kind of took notice that I did that. And he was like, I think he maybe thought it was funny or whatever. And uh, I hadn't done it in years. And I come out of a 7-Eleven. I get back in the car with him and I have a soda. He takes a sip. And it's just like Coke or something. And he takes a sip and he's like, "Mm, I give up. What is it? Like assuming that I've gone and mixed everything again, trying to kind of like, you know, get in a little laugh with me. And I was just like, oh, it's Coke. And he was like, oh. It was sad. (laughs) It was like, because I feel like he was trying to hearken back to a nostalgic like, like he he wanted, he was prompting me to be like, I should have just lied, honestly. I should have been like, oh, it's fucking Sprite and root beer. And he would have been like, oh, you. Yeah. But, but no, the relationship was never the same after that, was it? <laughs> yeah, I don't think things have really never healed the ever same. since then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, speaking of measles, the measles thing has been making a lot of the rounds recently. Has it? What measles thing? Measles the breaking little, out of the Avengers. Outbreak? Yeah. So, so what? Do you have any hot takes? Hot takes on measles? Yeah. No. None at all. I, I, I don't... Here's the thing. It's like, look, segueing into something where you're like, oh, I know it will be good. Yeah. But you always segue and it's a dead end. Put the ball in your court. It hangs in the air like a bad fart. And then I have to try and yeah. bring it back. And that's why I'm just annoyed because it's like, oh, Sean, all Sean seems to do is talk about... Uh, talk about what in actuality what you're doing is picking up my slack i'm trying to get it back <laughs> i'm trying to like set a fire under his ass and be like listen we were on something there we were going and now we're talking about measles apropos of nothing and there's nothing to say about measles do you have any you have any good bits about measles um i used to think that only weasels got them when i was like oh a really little God. kid <laughs> it's really true fucking i thought they had animal whimsy now. i thought they had something to do with weasels because it sounded like measles you're now joining us on Kids Say the Darndest Things. <laughs> we might as well just do that, you know. Come yeah, on. that's a funny take on measles, right? No. What are they like? Do they actually just look like chicken pox? Uh, I've never had it, hmm. so I couldn't tell you. Did you hear about the herpes experience. outbreak at Coachella? Well, yeah, but that was a bunch of bullshit. Do we even right. need to... Go no. into that. Okay. I mean, um. like, look, <laughs> one article seems to have reported the, there was an totally. outbreak of herpes a day or so after Coachella. And it's like, if you know anything about herpes, 
takes a little while for you to get any symptoms. Right. Uh, very unlikely that there would be an outbreak in any one particular place unless my friend Nicole, everyone fucked the same person. No. My friend Nicole, not a listener, she pointed out that she has a suspicion that she thinks that article is covert branded content. For the app. Yeah. yeah. No, that's entirely what I thought too. Yeah. Because the whole article was about how this app had reported, you know, that everyone was coming to them saying that they got herpes at Coachella or whatever, and it keeps mentioning this app's was, name. Yeah. And really, this app doesn't say, I mean, what can, what is the use in an app which <laughs> reports on herpes outbreaks, you know? But we can talk about herpes in general, if you want. You want to? If you want to talk about herpes, there's... I don't really have a lot of takes on herpes. Takes. You don't have it, right? No, I don't. No, me neither. I well, I've been I have HSV one around the lips. I think almost everyone has that, though, mm-hmm. don't they? Yeah, we get it. Get it. We get it when we're kids. Yeah, from like eating a fork or kissing right. our uncle or yeah, you know, normal but kissing kid an shit. uncle. You know, just normal kid <laughs> shit. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, no, I I think I have it. Um, but I only had I've had one cold sore in my life. I think, and that's about it. Oh, I had lots when I was a kid. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. no. it hurt like the Dickens, and uh, I used to get chapped lips a lot too. I don't think that's got any sensitive herpes, though. No, I just had lip problems. I mean, just bad, no, I li- bad lips. I think yeah. I have good lips. I got, like, luscious. Decent lips, yeah. Yeah. Plump All lips. Right. What's your herpes take, bro? I think everyone should get it. Oh, that'd be smart. Yeah. I think it's the same with... I think there are a few things which are weirdly stigmatized, despite not being dangerous or even particularly... Have you seen herpes? Like, have you actually seen genital herpes? Not in person. Uh, only, in person? only Google images, which are probably like the yeah, worst. Yeah, you always find the worst, most yeah. egregiously affected yeah. stuff. You know, Look at it in person. If you, I mean, I'm not sure you... <laughs> it's not something you stumble upon very easily, but it really doesn't look like any worse than um, like an ingrown hair or mm-hmm. a little shaving rash. It's really not that bad. So right. and there's uh, no adverse health effects from it. No, not really. And yeah. also, you get uh, as after you've been infected, you get a couple of bad outbreaks, and then it's years in between them. So it's not even doesn't even really affect your life. I think everyone should just kind of. I mean, you want to. I mean, yeah, you want way. you want a sort of a woke take. Like that is essentially the only real problem with herpes is that it's stigmatized. Pretty much, it's That's, not particularly dangerous. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing bad about it. Like health-wise at all. No, it's a little unsightly for I've, a few I've days. I've heard that it hurts. Yeah. But, that you know, no worse than, well, like you say, having sh- having chapped yeah. lips or having a little little rash, you know, mm-hmm. a little chafing. Yeah. That, lots of things hurt a little bit. It's, all I'm saying is it's not, it's not significant enough for people to be super worried about. No. I don't care about it. Like, I've had partners who've had it. I never got it. I got mm-hmm. tested fairly recently and I still don't have mm-hmm. it, but... Um. Yeah, really didn't bother me that much. Well, did you hear that they're like apparently? If every time I log on to Reddit, there's a new trending article about how they're pretty rapidly closing in on curing HIV. I thought it had already been not cured, but managed well, it's that's to the like, point where it's like it's getting it's that's it, they're getting even closer to like a legit just a fucking cure. Okay, that's pretty cool. HIV has never been a worry for me though. I mean, oh, once you actually looked at, the- I was. Petrified as a kid of HIV. Why? That's the thing. Why any are they making of, everyone any scared sort of, of disease that you can't be cured from? I'm scared of. So like cancer, right. I'm scared of herpes. <laughs> uh, yeah, no I, am, I would not be happy if I had it. Right. Because of the stigma, you yeah, know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. I and I certainly wouldn't be happy if I had HIV, and I certainly wouldn't be happy if I had cancer. Cancer's the worst. If I was gonna take one of the three, 
I would take herpes. Yeah, herpes is fine. Well, that was that's a stupid choice. If I were going to take one of the two, I would take HIV. Over cancer? You, over cancer. Yeah. You can live pretty easily with HIV. You'd be fine nowadays. with HIV now. Yeah. And if you and cuz now they have this uh, drug Oh man, do you remember all those urban legends people used to tell? Mm-hmm. What was that one? It was like you're you're at a party and you have sex with someone, and then you go into your bathroom, and they've written on the mirror "Welcome to the world of AIDS" or something like that. Oh, that's fucking wild, yeah, dude! Or like, or like you have se- not AIDS related, but like you have sex with someone, and then you wake up. They think you get knocked out, and you wake up on a bed of ice with your fucking kidney missing. Yeah, and like yeah, yeah. there's all kinds of them, dude. But the AIDS one is good because. First of all, I think people assume that AIDS is way easier to catch than it actually is. Well, I think people assume that you can be walking down the street and someone will cough on you and you might have AIDS, which isn't really true. From what I understand it, it. Well, first of all, yeah. So first of all, that urban legend disregards that it's actually pretty hard to get AIDS. So uh, imagine if that were true, though. Like, imagine if someone had sex with someone at a party, mm-hmm. went to sleep, woke up, and welcome to the world of AIDS. And they go, oh, no. And they really, really panic. And then they go to the doctors and get tested, and they're fine. I am petrified of getting news of any sort of terminal illness, like any, even the most routine. Like you know, I'm a I'm an adult man. I sometimes go and get STD tested, right? And the HIV test is instant. It's a finger prick onto is a it instant. It's it's like two minutes. So they prick your finger and they you bleed onto a piece of paper, and then like two minutes later they come back and tell you whether you have HIV or not. HIV or not. Okay, that's what it is now. That is the worst two minutes of my life. Even though I am not at all at risk. Yeah, you're really not. The 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 sheer horror of the thought of just someone telling you you have a terminal illness uh-huh. is ungodly to me would like, you I, not be i mean we kind of went into this on the last podcast hmm. but would you not be kind of happy <laughs> that i finally get to die well finding out that you have it like yeah. finding out you got something terminal that must i don't know i haven't dealt with it myself but i would that's imagine not that's not the way i want to go i want to go and make it a big scene well you can now you have justification to make a big well scene. that's the problem i don't want i want like i want it to be like an artistic statement or a uh or like a real fucking spiteful suicide. He's gonna shoot up a fucking. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna shoot up a like a comic con. No, or something no, like that. no, no. Why do you? When did I become the comic guy? Because I head? have had to. Ed, I have to edit these podcasts. Right, I have uh-huh. to listen to. Over and over again, you uh-huh. trying to crowbar in comic book references. <laughs> this has never happened. It has. I can. I, I cut them all together, mm-hmm. and I've made an entire file. <laughs> supercut. <laughs> you could have a 40-minute a uh, podcast-length supercut of all the times you've mentioned like 30s comic book artists. It's gonna come. <laughs> it's gonna come in handy when I shoot up that Comic Con. Yeah, you'll know exactly who to look for. <laughs> yeah, dude, we're doing bits today. This is a fun day. <laughs> this is the worst one. Yeah. Midday podcast. But wait, those the two, energy's up. Those two reviews are the only reviews you've got, right? So I got um, mine from my wife, quite funny. And then well, and she Justin also said, Brink she just also playing said, us against each other. Well, and your wife also said we talk about things that she doesn't no understand. One knows. Well, yeah, she yeah. says no one will know what this is about. I disagree. I think some people will. But I think it's it's fairly obscure. Like Bear we have mind, made cut jokes. Out a lot of we have made jokes of like Alan Moore doing a pendulette. Like, you know what I mean, like we've layered the references pretty deeply before. But John Ronson somehow makes the cut. Always, we're always allowed to. Uh, we think enough people for some reason 
know about John Bronson. Because everybody watches porn. No, well, that's true. Yeah, today, the whole day, I've been re-listening to that Butterfly Effect podcast yeah. about the porn industry, yeah. and he's, I've been doing his fucking voice all day as well. You know, like, yeah. uh, Fabian was talking about all the free porn. <laughs> I've finally nailed how he says porn, because he does porn. say it in a weird yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, so he will say something, even when the podcast gets dark at sometimes, you yeah. know, the, the narrative about porn yeah. gets pretty dark. So he can be talking about children, and now they have an increasingly easy access to hardcore porn. <laughs> he, he still says porn in like this, this kind of whimsical. Yeah. Well, I think he's just excited that he's allowed to say it without oh, getting so his mouth happy. washed out like he used to back at home. Well, you got to think about it. He's, I don't know, 50 odd, and he's married, mm-hmm. got a kid or whatever, but he's somehow managed yeah. to spend the last few years doing multiple podcasts about porn w- which require him to go around the country watching porn porn <laughs> yeah yeah his eating. eyes you can picture his eyes popping every time <laughs> yeah. he says it for yeah. his little owl glasses yeah the wise owl <laughs> porn yeah oh. he, it's it's kind of funny to think about that because he, he he remains pretty detached in the podcast he doesn't seem to be like I watched this bit of porn and found myself getting aroused. No, yeah, nothing like he that. Never, he never says anything about his preference. You couldn't tell what his preferences are by the end of that podcast. Right. But um, I would imagine that he's pretty happy. I mean, why would you go back to it, you know? You, you do a whole, you spend probably a year or so interviewing a bunch of people about porn, and then you go and you're done and it gets good reviews. And then less than a year later, uh, one porn star commits suicide. He's like, oh, I've... I- Gets on the phone with his producer, Lena. You can go back to America and start watching porn again. Something's happened. Yeah. You know, um, going back though to the uh, the thing about urban legends of people, you know, violently giving each other HIV or whatever. <laughs> did you did you ever sort of participate in any sort of urban legends when you were a youth not like participate but like like did you ever do that yeah, bloody what? like bloody mary or oh, uh, all of that yeah yeah. you yeah. done all that yeah i was too scared is it real no <laughs> <laughs> wait you were too scared to do like oh fuck yeah i still am really why we can bring the mics in the bathroom right now i will not say bloody mary three times well then why would we do it <laughs> this is a podcast you know what here we are We're you, wanna, you want right us now? to bring bring our mice into the bathroom and yeah. listen to someone not say something <laughs> why were you scared of it though you're a, you're a sensible fella you don't believe in all that nonsense i was scared of hiv before i ever had sex i'm obviously HIV not that sensible theoretically you yeah. can get hiv if you haven't yeah. had sex you, you know, can't get bloody mary you can't get bloody mary ever yeah. also it's pretty ambiguous as to who she's actually based on there seems to be a few different people. I mean, it was Constance Bathory, right? Constance Bathory, <laughs> Countess Bathory. No, because why would her name wasn't Mary? Why would she be called Bloody uh, Mary? Oh, okay. I'm going to take another guess. Yeah, Mary uh, Mallon. Uh, who's that? Typhoid Mary. No, not Typhoid Mary. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I I think it's Mary Queen of Scots who had the nickname Bloody oh, Mary because okay. she was notoriously violent. Like she would get okay. people executed quite often. Okay, that works. But, you know, why do you want to bring her back? Well, how does was she ever depicted in your hometown? In my hometown of London, <laughs> like on a mural, maybe no, just like in general. Like, did you ever see any? Because to me, like, I never saw a movie about Bloody Mary or any. Bloody Mary is a scary fucking thing to me. Like, what talking into a mirror? I mean, Candyman is basically that, right? Say his name a few I times. Fucking, I ain't fucking with Candyman either. 
I mean, Candyman is a Clive Barker novel, right? It's not. It's not even. No, based it's not a Clive Barker novel, really. Yeah. It's not even based on a. I think. I mean, I could be horribly wrong. Again, this could well, be one a, of those it's things. It's a guy. Where, it's an actor. It's a black in guy. the movie. Yeah, in the movie, it's. I think I even know his name. Toby something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Toby McGuire. Toby McGuire. How fucking good would that be? You have a movie about teenagers saying Candyman, 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 and then Toby McGuire's fucking lemon face turns up. Lemon face. Hey. <laughs> um, uh, What's he going to do? Is he, he going to kill you? Well, <laughs> Toby Maguire's going to make you watch The Great Gatsby. Toby, <laughs> Toby Maguire's new thing is that he's uh, David Duke in um, <laughs> the KKK in, wizard in Black Can- Black Klansman. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen Black Klansman. Oh, yet. and you know what? I'm wrong. It's not Toby Maguire. It's that other fucking guy. Fucking brilliant. The guy from that 70s show Washington who looks Coker? just fucking like Toby Maguire. I don't know. The guy who was in Spider-Man 3 opposite Tobey Maguire, he played Eric Foreman on that 70s show. I don't know. I didn't ah, watch that show. For fuck's sake. Well, anyway, he plays David Duke, and he's pretty good. Great. <clears throat> so getting back to Urban Legends. Oh, right. <laughs> which is where we were. The KKK. That was Urban Legends. They're not real. <laughs> It turns Ed- out people out. That was insensitive. <laughs> people in um, people in forests have actually been seeing ghosts, but the urban uh-huh. legend is that they're right. a bunch of racists wearing sheets. <laughs> they're actually just ghosts. It's actually real ghosts. <laughs> that's yeah. pretty funny. I like that. Yeah, that's a, come on. That's a bit you could tell your grandma. Mm. She'd enjoy it. Kevin Smith being as she is part of the uh, KKK. KKK herself, <laughs> most likely. Wasn't that something we brought up on the last one that old people are inherently meant to be racist? Oh yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sure that our grandkids will think we're fucking. Old. They definitely will think Awful. I'm racist. Yeah. You know, I got a seven year old stepson who's already throwing woke takes at me. Is he really? No. Oh, okay. If anything, he's a proper little <laughs> He's a proper little Richard Spencer in the making that could <laughs> edit that out. Don't slander this poor boy on the podcast. <laughs> ah, fuck it. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> My wife and I both agree. We're like, yeah. God, that's a remarkably racist thing for a seven-year-old to say. <laughs> <laughs> and neither, we're not like the most. <laughs> well, sure. We're not the most aggressively woke people in the world, but you know, yeah. even we're cringing going, ooh. Yeah. You, know. you can't say that. <laughs> He's at that stage where you got to tell it. Welcome back to Kids Say the that Darndest Things. <laughs> now we're back at it. <laughs> <laughs> That is one thing I like about kids. I usually hate all the kids say, say the, the darndest things. things. I hate that. I think that's patronizing and lame. But one thing that is quite funny is as wrapped up in your head as you can get over kind of political things or social issues mm. and stuff like that. Then you look at a kid who's kind of unsullied by anything on either side. Yeah. And generally they don't give a fuck. Kids are, either way. Kids are deeply insensitive. They're insensitive, <laughs> but also in a weird way more sensitive no, not more sensitive, but more egalitarian than we are. They kind right. of see everything mm-hmm. pretty neutrally for the most part. So you'll get some pretty woke takes from a kid, and then you'll get some very unwoke takes. Was Bloody Mary ever depicted? Where you? That's gonna sound like an You're edit. throwing an edit point. That's in gonna there. sound like it's an edit. You know what it is? It's because he, he he wants me to edit out all that stuff about Richard Spencer and fucking uh, please, KKK. Please, he's like, please, I don't want to get cancelled. Bloody uh, Mary, you were trying to talk about. Yes, Bloody Mary. So, what is she supposed to look like? Because I always pictured her like Medusa. 
That's always right. what I pictured her as. And I don't and I just it just occurred to me recently. I was thinking about Bloody Mary the other day because I was afraid to go in the bathroom. And uh I <laughs> I was cowering outside my bathroom at three in the morning the other day, and I was thinking Just take I, the mirror out. Do I even know what Bloody Mary looks like? And I guess I don't. Because she's not real. Also, when you conjure her, does your reflection turn into her, or does she just kind of pop up as if She's walking in front of a window. I imagine it's like one of those haunted house effects, you know, where oh, where it's just like a drop. Yeah, it's like, like double scrim. glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. Does she come out of the glass? What did what? It's ambiguous your, as to what happens. Version, in the version that was most familiar to you in your childhood, what did she do? A very vague notion of killing you. Oh, so for me, it, it was, doesn't explain how. For me, it was pretty specific. She'd appear in the mirror, and then she would scratch your eyes out. Hmm. Yeah, I think I heard that. Too. And actually, I don't even know for sure that she appeared in the mirror. She might have just appeared in the bathroom. Appeared behind you, but you can see her in the mirror? Ugh. Or out of the toilet like ghoulies. <laughs> ghoulies go to college. <laughs> One of my favorite movies. <laughs> when you told me that, I didn't believe you. No, a, I thought you were fucking classic. around ghoulies go to college. Ghoulies That's go to college. So by the third movie, they'd run out of things to do with ghoulies. So they they made were taking them, on academia. Yeah, they made, yeah. Them, they made them get get woke. <laughs> coolies, coolies, coolies protest woke. Ben Shapiro. Yeah. <laughs> ben Shapiro destroys ghoulies with facts and logic. That'd be great, man. You get a YouTube video <laughs> Ben Shapiro arguing with a fucking ghoulie about whether transgenders are real. I'm saying will, they're not. I, I, I will not call you a ghoulie. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> You're a dwarf or a goblin. I'm sure. <laughs> Maybe fucking, a troll. I fucking hate that guy. Ben That's, I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, That's like the big. only person you can be aggressive toward is Benjamin. He's just a twerp. He's just a yeah, little fucking twerp. It seems like he was bullied yeah. in school. And oh he's my like, god! I'm gonna bully you back from a podium. <laughs> he has yeah, that very like tight like cadence of t- yeah. Did he? <laughs> he's not your gentle like Jordan Peterson. I don't agree with the guy. I don't think he's a Nazi, and I think he's uh you know gentle. He's like a gentle. He's not a bad. He doesn't seem like a particularly bad uh, person. If but, someone told me, okay, you got to sit down for four hours with one of these two people, one of these three people, Jordan Peterson, Ben Shapiro, or all the ghoulies. <laughs> well, I'll tell you the ghoulies. They can, oh, they, that's that's going to be a mischievous yeah, yeah. day, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you can't control those ghoulies when they get going. No, man, they're wild. They're out of control. <laughs> Have you ever actually seen these movies? Yeah. What are they, they suck, right? They're like terrible. No. They're not outright terrible. They're, oh, okay. They exist in a, they exist in a certain a genre of uh, of what I would call an 80s. blockbuster horror, where you only ever yeah, saw right. these fucking movies they on the shelf on video. At, yeah, yeah. VHS days. I mean, yeah, they they exist in a very specific kind of eighties horror niche. I feel like it's kind of a hack bit to talk about those movies. Yeah, there's nothing particularly interesting. It's kind of so. like a, it's kind of like almost as hacky as like reading the porn titles on pay per view and being like, ha ha, these are funny titles. It's the like porn titles. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm with you, but I, I never really actually watched those because that section scared me as a kid. Do you remember that there was a there was one VHS cover in that section that used to scare me as a kid? Oh, Jack Frost. Jack Frost. Yeah. Oh, scary as Have shit. Have we talked about the that holo- before? I know. I just know. Yeah, holographic. 
It was pretty frightening. Woo! Yeah, when I was about five or six, yeah. I didn't like walking past that thing. There's also there was another movie out. Yeah, the same forget time the family movie Jack called Frost. Jack Frost, yeah. which I liked with Michael Keaton. Yeah. <laughs> playing a snowman. Yeah. Um, a haunted snowman, admittedly, but yeah, he dies and comes back as a it's snowman. A pretty, right? yeah, yeah, those kids' movies back in the day, it always used to be a parent would die. Well, Beetlejuice is always a kids in a car, movie, but that also so. begins with death in a car. Does it? Yeah, uh, Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis fall off. A oh, that's bridge. right. Her real parents die, right? They're her real. Oh no, no, no they're no. the that's they the own the house. That haunt the house, right? That that's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That, but that used to always be the case. It'd be my parents even used to joke about it if we were watching some movie or reading some book aimed at kids. They'd be like, "Oh, how did their parents die?" Mm. And yeah, sure enough, usually a car crash. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary killed them. <laughs> No, I've never, I've never had any any of those superstitious things. Never bothered. Even as a kid, I used to like trying them because, yeah, nothing ever happened. But um, young Sean destroys Bloody Mary. Really? If YouTube, if YouTube was there back in the day, you probably could have got a, you probably could have got a few million out of my vote. You were the first person to give a hitch slap to Candyman. (laughs) I hitch slapped fucking every ghoul from my way, man. But, uh, but. At the same time, I read about uh, Native American superstitions, you know. Ooh, skinwalkers and wendigos? I mean, a little bit about that, but they had more interest. The subtler ones were more interesting to me. Okay. Things like um, things like not whistling at night because you're apparently calling something to you that you shouldn't be calling. Ooh. Uh, if you're walking... I'm going to remember that. If you're walking and you hear someone call your name, don't turn around to look at them. This is all skinwalker shit. I don't know if it's specifically Skinwalker. I think it's about general malevolent spirits trying to get into you, right? So um, apparently, if you're a Native American, you shouldn't. If you're walking down the street and someone calls your name, yeah. you shouldn't turn around and right. acknowledge it. Which has probably led to a few People social faux pas, yeah, yeah like a few <laughs> a few awkward situations. Max is belching. I'm sorry. <laughs> Multiple times in a row, he's moving away from his mic and going. <laughs> it doesn't pick up. You didn't need to call it out. Uh, no, but it's distracting. This me. is why you get criticism. You call out things that don't need to be called out. It's like distracting me. I'm not thinking about. I'm not thinking about the recording here. I'd be saying this. Like, what are you? But I'm trying to let people know what I'm right. dealing with. What I'm seeing here. Well, I think that I. I, now, I'm sure that the Native Americans have a rich culture of all manner of monsters and ghoulies and stuff. Some woke but- take. <laughs> I'm sure they are better at it. <laughs> but um, I know that there are entire subreddits dedicated to skinwalkers. And- now, what's a skinwalker exactly? So, I don't totally know for sure, but it's sort of a shape-shifting demon that tends to like live in the woods. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't remember what the difference is exactly between skinwalkers and wendigos. Right. I think skinwalkers maybe take the form of animals. I thought I thought a yeah. wendigo was a type of creature. I didn't think it was a. I think they can both hurt you. They're both kind of malevolent spirits that take forms. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of them, one of the stories I read on Reddit was about um, someone was out in like a in their like cabin in the woods in a blizzard. And they heard their mother, like they were far from home, and they heard their mother crying for them to open the door on the other side of the door. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. They distinctly recognized it as their mother's voice, but they were like, oh, that's actually 
uh, Wendigo, they can take the voice. Well, that's what I'm saying about someone. Mom, the mom's outside being attacked by a fucking Wendigo. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get in. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't, you're not going to trick me. But no, so a Wendigo, these Wendigos, they, um, they, uh, yeah, that's what I, I think. Maybe that's part of that. Don't look when someone calls your name thing, because apparently yeah. they can they can manipulate their voice, they can manipulate their form, mm-hmm. and will often take the form of someone you know in a kind of an unexpected situation, and and you're like, yeah. hey, you, and then. Well, as well, I mean, gone. that's a pretty common horror trope as well, like someone not being who mm. who, who they say they are, like so in like, Phantasm. Sure, but let's okay. not talk about movies anymore. Yeah. Talking about more urban legend type yeah. stuff. Um, it takes a few forms, but one of them is dad's putting his kid to bed and the kid goes, can you check under the bed for monsters? He goes, okay, and looks under the bed and his kid's under the bed saying, dad, that whoever you're talking to in the bed isn't me. You know? That's a... <laughs> it's pretty contrived. That's an overwritten scary story. <laughs> I mean, I, just I, seeing the kid under the yeah. bed is enough without the kid going... Hey, Dad, I don't know if you've put two and two together yet, but... <laughs> well, no, because the dad wouldn't know which one is... I mean, it's the same thing, you know, right. some kid's up in his room, his mom calls him down for dinner, as he's running down, a hand grabs him from a from a hallway closet, and yeah. inside the closet is his mom, his mom saying, yeah. don't, don't go, go down, down there. there, I heard it too, that's not me. Oh, that's so crazy. It's a, it's a very good... There's it's no fat, No fat on that story. It's always yeah, a good... Yeah. It's always, oh, you know what, I have one not exactly the same, but I remember one that was like, uh, this guy... He sleeps with his big old Rottweiler, you know. Oh, the licking. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that one. That's a great one, isn't it? Well, tell it. Oh, I've uh, heard it. They <laughs> it's it's uh, the story goes, if I recall correctly, that it's like we'll we'll say it's a girl because it's usually better that way. Um, you know. All right. Horror stories with female protagonists are a common thing. Keep it going. I like strong female protagonists in my horror stories. Strong Native American female protagonists. (laughs) With a rich... (laughs) But no. um, So yeah, so someone's home alone, and she's got this dog that she sleeps with sort of for security. And the dog sleeps on the floor next to her bed, and she's sleeping in the pitch dark. And when she wakes up, she hears a noise... But she knows that she has this giant attack dog that would do something if there was somebody in the room or whatever. So what she does is she reaches her hand down to make sure that the dog's there. Mm-hmm. And the dog like wakes up and licks her hand. And she's like, okay, dog's there. I'm safe, blah, blah, blah. She wakes up in the morning. It happens like two or three times in the night. She wakes up in the morning and the dog is gone. And she goes into the uh, bathroom and written on the mirror in the dog's blood mm-hmm. is the word it says humans can lick too. Yeah. Which is like, oh well, see, man. The the thing you've you you fucked up about telling oh. that story is that the noise she kept hearing in the night was dripping in the bathroom. Oh, really? And it scared her, so she, you know, reaches down yeah. the dog licks her hand. But what she's hearing is the dog's dripping blood. There's a, some there's a is, few stupid things about that story. I mean, yeah. It doesn't one, really make sense. One who gets scared when they hear dripping in the bathroom? If you're a that's little, ex- if you're a, you're a little gill, that's exactly what you should hear in the bathroom. Mm. <laughs> okay. Secondly, what would have to have happened there is the guy went into the room, watched for a while, took the dog, watched her, watched her do her ritual with the dog, 
right. and then was like, "Oh, I got, I got a crackerjack idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take my time with this. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna lick her hand all night, and then I'm gonna kill her dog and leave. Yeah, not kill her. No, just, just kill, freak her out. Just, I just want to lick yeah. her hand. That's a laugh and a half. But I'll tell you, I don't believe in any supernatural stuff. Mm-hmm. Logically, I don't believe in any of it. Uh-oh. I find it interesting and I find it fun to talk about, but, but don't believe in any of it. But however, a few times recently in the last few months, I've had experiences which other people I think would say is definitive. You know, they would say that was a that was oh, a supernatural shit. experience, right? Okay, a couple. So one of them wasted uh, on you. Yeah, totally wasted on me because I'm like, no, there will be an explanation yeah. somewhere, you know. Um, one of them was I, I have weird sleep patterns. I have a sleep oh, disorder, yeah. non 24 hour sleep weight disorder. If you want to see it, um, if you want to see it, if you want to see it, come by Sean's house at four in the morning when he's just waking up. <laughs> no, if you want to look it up, it's a yeah. really fucked up sleep disorder I've got, but it means that I have really irregular you sleep patterns. So sometimes hours, yeah. I'm up at, you know, all night. So. Yeah. One time I went out into the into the yard in the middle of the night. I can't remember why, but I went out there. I think to let the dog out, and uh, immediately had a very very bad feeling about being out in that yard, and mm. had to go inside and shut the door. It was that bad. Very very strong feeling that something was mm-hmm. wrong out there, and I had to run in like a pussy and shut the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was one. And then another time I was down at um, uh, my wife has escape rooms, and um, I was down there trying to sleep during the day because um because I have bad sleep patterns. I had to be down there. Long story, I had to be down there to sort out some business that was there and then try to go to sleep. So I'm alone in this big uh I don't know, not a warehouse but Yeah, it's an escape room. Escape room building. Compound. You know, it's yeah. a little a little compound, right? So and I'm trying to sleep in there, I have the lights off and I can see something standing uh, standing in the hallway outside the room that I was in. There's a big Whoa. window you can see through. Yeah. I can see something in the dark standing there. And I'm looking at it, and I'm <laughs> fucking scared. But I know in my heart of hearts, I'm like, that. there's nothing there. It's a trick of the light. It is something. Yeah. But it looked like it was moving. You know, it looked like it was... It wasn't completely stationary in the way that... Uh, the, like a nightgown might be, you know, you sometimes wake up in the night and you see a nightgown hanging. And, was you know, it human shaped or was it just yeah. a, a, a shadowy mass? Um, I think, I mean, you got that, uh, what's it, apophenia or whatever, where you you start seeing shapes and you, you start. Uh, sure, yeah. Apophenia is when yeah. you recognize patterns. You start recognize right? patterns. Yeah. yeah. So you, and instantly your brain tries to recognize human patterns. So to me, it looked like a tall, very tall humanoid yeah. figure. Not, I couldn't see any details. It was shadowy, but. Not only was it there, it also seemed like it was moving like someone would if they were just standing there, you know, mm. like a little, little bit of head movement, a little bit of um, mm. shoulder movement. So that fucking scared me, Oof. and I just went to sleep. I was like, I can't fucking be bothered. I, I didn't turn on lights or anything. I was, just, I, that's there, and uh, oh, I'll just deal with it. I would freak out. Yeah, it's easy for me because I know in my heart, heart so it's not. It's some kind of trick of the light. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would think my fear is always like, oh, it's a person. There's yeah. a person standing there. Not like a ghost, but like a person standing there licking my toes. You know what I mean? Like well, in, that, yeah. and, and in that escape room, it's in like a pretty rough area of downtown. And they have had problems with homeless people making their way in and stuff like vagrants making their way in. 
So it could well have been a person. Yeah. It wasn't though. Ugh. Nothing happened. Oh my god! You heard about this stuff? What the fuck? Have you heard about the fucking? Have you heard about what the, was that whisper all about? We have no one to hide our voices from. <laughs> have you heard about on YouTube? You can see videos of like, and maybe it's a hoax, but I've heard that this happens, and maybe it's another urban legend. Motherfuckers like living in people's apartments without their yeah, knowledge. Yeah. Ooh. What was that kid? That was that one in Japan that was apparently yeah. real. It's like a yeah. little girl who was just like living in the. Maybe it was a man. I don't remember. Yeah, I thought it was, it was, it was an old woman. Was yeah, it was a there. woman. Yeah. yeah, it was like it was, maybe it was an old woman. And I thought it was a little girl, but it was a small person. Yeah, that was essentially living in their cabinets or like their yeah. attic or something like well, that. He, he said it was. I think he, she was living in like his airing cupboard. But um, yeah, he, he he set up cameras in his house because he noticed that food kept going missing. Could and he thought you, the kids were breaking in and stuff, but could you imagine the sheer fucking horror? Ugh. It's like opening your cupboard door and just seeing a face of someone who's like, even if they don't mean any harm. Yeah, man. It's like, oh, it happened to me. The, the first house when me and my family moved out here, they uh, uh, we we got put up in a house here, and um, again. Bad sleep pants. Everything weird happens to me because I have bad sleep pants, yeah. so I'm up at the weird hours of night. And this is about three or four in the morning. I couldn't sleep at all, so I'm just like, I'm going to go for a drive. I'm going to go out, go for a drive. I just moved to LA. I like driving around it at night. And um, go up, get all my stuff, open the front door, and there's just a guy standing there. And I Whoa. and this is up, we were up like a little hill here, yeah. so it wasn't... It was even more unexpected. You yeah. know, we were in a pretty secluded place. So he was standing like at your front door, right or? at the front door. Ugh. He hadn't knocked. There was no knock or anything. It wasn't yeah. like he was trying to get our attention. He was just standing right there facing mm-hmm. the front door. And I screamed. I don't mind telling you like a little bitch. Yeah, of course. I screamed like a little fucking bitch and slammed the door in his face. And then uh, I was living with my family at this point, and they, you know, start making commotion. And I'm like, there's a fucking guy. Mm-hmm. There's a fucking guy at the front door. And they're like, oh, well, don't open it. Like, call the police. And I was like, well, and I started calming down. I'm like, well, no, he hasn't done anything. Like, we can't call the police or whatever. So I opened the door again. I'm like yelling at him. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing up here? He's like, calm down. He's like, calm down. I'm just walking around. And I'm like, oh my, that's God, fucking weird. This is I was, real. Yeah. So I like, Holy I kept yelling shit. at him. I was like, go, like, fuck off. I was like, yeah. <laughs> being really rude. You know, yeah. I was like, fuck off, go away, like, go away. Yeah. He's like, don't worry, I'm going. He, he had like this real oh. weird look in his eyes where he was like, I'm going, don't worry. You know, as if I was being oh crazy. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, I feel like he might have been trying to rob us or something. I don't know. But he was just standing there, and he seemed just as surprised as I was when I opened the door. Yeah. It sounds like it sounds like he was just not well. He didn't seem like, he didn't usually, seem like a homeless guy. People though. don't usually rob alone. Yeah. No, I don't mean homeless. I think, like, pure schizophrenic or something where he was just, uh, like, I don't he was know, just kind of wandering about and, like, didn't really understand why he shouldn't be on your front door. Even, and, why like, is he there at four in the morning, three or four in the morning, whenever it was? Because he's sick. I mean, that sounds like someone who reacts he's, like he was, that. Like, blonde, like, in his 40s. Going, no yeah, he was, like, blonde in his 40s. He looked pretty, like, you know, I don't know. That's a fucking I really don't know what was up with him. dropped right there, dude. That's I've not horrifying. told you that before. No, that's horrifying. Yeah, it was pretty fucking weird. Oh, my God. It was pretty fucking weird. But also, fine. Nothing happened. He walked away. 
I made sure I would never away. be. I would never be fine again. I like walked in. I, I, I walked would with never him be bit. fine again. I would move. <laughs> I would. Oh my god. Yeah. Ugh. Well, that's an hour. Well, yeah, we got stuff to cut out. We might as nope. well. <laughs> that's not a good ending. Uncut. <laughs> That's not a good closer, man. A story about some guy standing outside my door. Because if you look at it in the cold light of day, you look at it and it's like, all right, there's some dude standing there. Oh, dude, I love it. I'll tell you what, I love a spooky story. Do you have any spooky tales of your own? No. I mean, I I did very wise to stay away from the paranormal and any sort of spooky situation as much as possible when I was a kid. This isn't the thing that I paranormal finds you. It's not so much that you go looking for it, right? Well, you know, I gave a lift ride to a priest who had just come back from a course where he was studying how to do exorcism. I thought you were about to say just come back from an exorcism. Now, that would have been interesting. Well, no, but, but he no, was studying. He, he was to people talk about it. No, no, no. He's like part of a program. Like he was coming to L.A. to um, shadow an active exorcist that apparently is out in Orange County. <laughs> like there's not that many out here. Uh. Um, but he was saying there's he was saying, you know, it kind of was like a weird anti-Trump thing because he was like, you know, look at the state of the world right now. He's like, look at politics. Like, look at how fractured everyone is. Was well, he going to exercise the GOP? I mean, <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah, that's a Bill Maher fucking. <laughs> I mean, what's, what's his what's his point there? Well, he was just saying, I don't think it was specifically. I don't think it was this? specifically anti-Trump, but he was saying that he thinks all of the political consternation is due to. um satanic forces. forces what a bunch of shit well when does he think he was, was a nice a- guy i liked him a lot he was like sh- exceedingly normal for someone who halfway through the ride it was like a long ride it was like 50 minute ride and like for a guy who halfway through started telling me in earnest about exorcisms he was like a pretty well-adjusted guy he yeah. was like an english teacher uh he he had a few jobs like he you know he lived i dropped him off at like what looked like living quarters for priests priest dorms basically but he taught at like a high school and at a college but he taught like he didn't teach religious studies he just taught english and like i was i asked him like what he teaches and he was like oh yeah i'll teach like whatever he was like i'll teach dracula he's like and a lot of people get mad at me for teaching dracula but if you look at dracula it's a very christian story and blah 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 and like Christ, man. Yeah, but anyway, he was he like a interminable. <laughs> no, he was a really nice guy. I, I not like only is he a pretentious English twat, but he's also a fucking priest learning <laughs> Dude, how to exercise. Listen, the country. Any time you can get, I will. I have not thought. I can't think of one other time where someone has in earnest told me about how they were studying to perform exorcisms. And he was saying he told me all kinds of facts about it. He told me that the demons will sometimes show up and they'll start speaking through the host in languages that the host doesn't speak. <laughs> he said that's like a big that's like yeah a, i know that's, that's meant to be a common thing but yeah he said that's like a big one he said like there was like a little girl in venezuela who was speaking aramaic mm-hmm. um and something like that and then like have you ever heard recordings of an exorcism it's like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and they're like oh if you listen to this very yeah. carefully it sounds a bit like which is Aramaic, and they don't even speak Aramaic. Yeah. But yeah. Fucking bullshit. Oh, come on. I call bullshit on this. No, he was cool. <laughs> I liked him. He was like, sort of like uh, the herpes take from earlier. He was saying like... <laughs> Everyone just get possessed by a demon, then it won't matter. Well, he was, saying, is, he was saying that that possession has a stigma, 
that people sometimes like hide their possessed or whatever or like embarrassed about or let their possessed die because they think it means that they're he was telling me essentially that possession is um is an illness of the body not of the soul so he was saying like being possessed does not taint your mortal soul he said there were many saints who were possessed throughout time you realize he was catholic you realize this is the kind of talk that leads to people not getting treatment right like people who have epilepsy or seizure conditions or people who have schizophrenia or other mental health issues, they don't get treated because they've been told that they're possessed and that they need a priest rather than a doctor. No, I think it's, no, I think it's the type of stuff that does lead to people getting treatment because in, if someone is so backwards that they think their kid is possessed, they might be more liable to just lock them in a closet and try to like throw a book at their head or something. But if they bring them out into the open, a priest can look at them and be like, oh, your kid actually has epilepsy, not... But the thing is, they're not they the warrens. Like they don't get paid to perform exorcisms. They have no vested interest in a kid being possessed. Like uh, they do actually. It, it provides utility for the Catholic Church. Not my boy. He was he was on the up and up. I don't this, know, dude. This exorcist. <laughs> this exorcist this, can apparently afford this to This guy take... with a fictional... Fucking, uh, this guy with a fictional uh, vocation. No, you can't convince me there's anything good about lying to people about serious problems I they don't have. think they're lying. You don't think, think they're, they're lying about them being possessed by demons? <laughs> I think they're, you don't think they're I lying? Think they're wrong. You think... I don't think they're lying. They're lying. I think Did they anyone, believe what they're why saying. Why are you trying to defend this guy for <laughs> wanting to go around telling people with mental health issues that they have demons in them? He tipped me $4. $4 for a 50-minute 50, <laughs> 50 ride. He's also a thrifty fucking exorcist. How dare he, man? How dare you? You're fucking sitting here telling me that. No, but this one was actually cool. No, he wasn't. It's a fucking charlatan like all of them. I don't think he's a charlatan. I think he's ill What do you mean he's not a charlatan? I because a, a charlatan is someone who knowingly lies. That's like saying that like he is any knowingly lying. Is he's not lying. Yes, he is. If he's, he well, if he is actually performing exorcisms, yeah, he's knowingly lying because he's telling them demons are in them. No, the Warrens. He doesn't believe it. The Warrens were charlatans. Yeah, they didn't believe the stuff they were selling. Well, there's no more evidence for them not believing it than this fucking lift <laughs> lift hippie exorcist that you've got. Also teaching about Dracula. <laughs> yeah, he liked Dracula. <laughs> no wonder you got on with him. He's also like, you also talk about liking Arby's as well. You point that out and you're like, you know what? This guy may be completely full of shit, but he's all right by me and I'll defend him for the rest <laughs> of my death. life. Yeah. <laughs> if ever you get some f- fucking dementia or whatever i'm gonna stick him on you and see how you like it then oh shit you're just don't, trying to get treatment and instead he's throwing water at you <laughs> throwing water at you and yelling about god oh, keep hoping away. for the best he's, yeah get, show, show me an example me with a copy of dracula here's the thing with exorcisms right like show me an example of one that actually worked well because you know the, the famous one the one that the exorcist the movie the exorcist the novel the the novel, The Exorcist, was based off mm. uh, Annalise. Yeah, she didn't get cured. She just fucking died. And so do many. Uh, show me was one. That true? Yeah, show me one where they're possessed. I, I mean, I mean, someone a, a case where someone was incurable, science couldn't cure them, and then some priest came along and started talking about God to them, and then they were fine. I don't know. You're not uh, going to find it. This is it's not. This real. is only tangentially related, but I've heard tell. That Chris Angel's magic show in Vegas ends with him curing childhood cancer. That's got to be awesome. Well, you. T- uh, 
What? I mean, I, how much do you want me to play ignorant here? Because you told me about that before, and you told me that there's more to it than that. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. Could have had a bit there, but yeah, I, I, I thought can't you were going to go with me on that. No, I'm not going to go with you on it, unfortunately. Oh, see, not me, on and the fucking, me and the priests, we, we were born for this profession. Just lying. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. pretty. Yeah, because you're acting as if you know, you're, you, as if you don't know what that actually is. It's that one of his kids has cancer. and Well, but no, but we still don't actually know what it is. I well, made I a was speculative like his, guess. One no, of his no, no, kids no. has cancer. And All I he's heard, trying to raise I heard like a it. one yeah. sentence. Someone was like, I don't want to spoil it, but it, the last thing ends with him curing childhood cancer. So I looked up Chris Angel childhood cancer. And what I found was that his kid has cancer. His right. kid has pedi- childhood his pediatric cancer, not childhood cancer. That's like what people Same who are difference. obsessed with the Avengers have. <laughs> Unlike me. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're a fully grown adult getting all excited about an exorcist. A demon fighter in your car. Oh, but talking no. about Arby's with him. She was <laughs> she was telling me uh that it ends with not me, she was saying it on a podcast. And she was like, um, you know, uh, I'm not gonna spoil anything, but it ends with him. So I looked it up and I found that his kid has pediatric cancer. So my guess is that the final trick is actually like a, I'm going to cure my, for my final trick, I'll make pediatric cancer disappear, donate in the lobby or something like that. Yeah. You don't think he's doing spirit healing type stuff or anything. I am not sure. I I don't, we don't know. We don't know. I'd like to think he is getting some kid up on stage and being like, oh, it feels like you have a cancer. Let me just pull that out of you. I would be Beyond fucking thrilled if that were that'd be hilarious, man. He's pulling yeah. out rabbits from the kids. Chris that, Angel, oh, whoops! Put Chris that Angel back in. Going into the hospice, like a real hospice where people are actually dying and being like, "I cured you." I mean, no, it's part of a stage show, so presumably it would be. Yeah, um, someone goes up. Yeah, yeah. He gets a kid from the audience and he lays him down and he's like looking around inside their guts. I don't know. I, I pulling mean, out ribbons and doves is it and shit is and that going, beyond the pale of taste for what we know of Chris Angel? Sunk now. Tried it twice. What? Pulling out a rabbit from a kid? Pulling out a rabbit from a kid and being like, good. "Whoops! Let's put that it's back in." That oh, that's ca- funny. Yeah, right. You wouldn't let me fucking finish it. It was good. It was good. Little aside. It's gone now. I'm dead forever. All right. Go ahead. Go on. What are you talking about? Is that beyond? The, is that beyond? Is that beyond the pale of taste for Chris Angel? Uh, no, I don't think anything's really beyond the pale of taste for a Vegas magician. Hey, Penn and Teller would never do something like that. No, they would. They would just frame it differently. No. They'd pull religion out of someone. They'd, they'd pull- <laughs> it's like, oh, I hear you're a Christian. Well, we're just going to pull this out of you right here. Oh. <laughs> All, right. All right. We're done. We got a good solid. Fucking we're done.